Welcome to You Here for the Cocktail Party. I'm Rayanne. And I'm Sean. Each week, we'll be sipping cocktails, spilling tea, and diving into the latest gossip on Matt's season of The Bachelor. Kiki with us every week as we overanalyze the contestants' love connection and follow their journey with a healthy dose of alcohol and skepticism. This week, we are recapping episode seven, and we were just losing girls left and right this episode. He's like, meh, I'm not feeling it. Let's just get rid of you. Uh, We don't need a rose ceremony. We'll just walk you out right here and there. And, you know, Matt, you broke my heart a couple times. I get it, I guess. Gotta be a man of your word. He was like, so all the time they made me focus on all of this drama that was going on and kept making me cancel rose ceremonies. Well, now I just gotta chop them all. Chop it up. You know, this week we were sipping on the Van cocktail to commemorate Heather's five minutes of fame driving in the minivan and driving out of the minivan. I honestly think it was a great choice because everyone was talking about the van and then Matt James mentioned it on numerous occasions on his in the moment chats and it made me laugh so hard. And I think that van got more screen time than like most of the women on this season. So the winner of this season, the white minivan. (laughs) Before we get into the episode, we do want to address what set Bachelor Nation on fire this past week. The uh, Chris Harrison extra TV interview with Rachel Lindsay fiasco. We think that the interview was awful and honestly not needed he just was saying things that were completely uneducated about the whole situation he was also speaking for somebody else which rachel at the moment did not make a statement and chris harrison didn't let rachel Lindsay speak to anything and she should be the one that is talking about the situation and more so getting chris harrison to kind of understand rather than chris harrison shooting back with comments that were just so stupid. (laughs) He has promised that he is stepping down for after the final rose. Um, And we don't really know what that means. We don't know if somebody else is going to host it. We don't know what his position is with the franchise moving forward, but I'm sure information will come out as the weeks weeks go by. But yeah, it was um, a wild and educational week in Bachelor Nation. We will say that. Oh, gosh, was it educational? So everyone who is listening, just remember, sometimes it is just better to listen and take in all of what is being said, especially from the experts. You don't want to end up like Chris Harrison, who is just blabbing his mouth on all of this nonsense and then having people on people on people just releasing PR statement after PR statement. I think at this point, with all of Chris Harrison's nonsense and all of the stuff that is going on in Hollywood, these statements are BS. If you really want to make change, just start by listening because you will learn a lot with your two ears rather than your one mouth. With that said, it is always sort of difficult watching the season and other seasons when somebody gets put in the spotlight for doing damaging things. Um, So it's put a little bit of a damper on kind of seeing Chris Harrison and Rachel and her relationship with Matt. But 
you know, we're here to talk about what we saw on the screen and everything after will be brought up and we will see how this all plays out. It will definitely round out the roller coaster of 2020. Here we are. We're back at the Nemecolon. We are back with Heather trying to get through <laughs> the door, which she was having a difficult time doing. <laughs> so glad they replayed that moment because we all needed to see that she struggled to get through that door once again. And then again, we pan over to Matt laughing like a dumbass in front of Piper and Piper getting fucking pissed, which rightly so. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is where I commit murder if I was Piper. Before they pan back over to the girls talking about the situation, Heather just says, I booked a red eye on my own. Like, oh. (laughs) Oh my God. Do you want like your participation award? Congrats, girl. Oh, girl. Just get your life together. He's saying that they share a best friend. So I guess the whole quarantining with Matt James, Tyler C, and Hannah B really just created a a lifelong friendship between Matt and Hannah. And again, why didn't they... Why didn't they figure this out prior? So he leaves it with Heather that he's been through the process for a while. Time really isn't on their side, but he wants to think about it. And Heather just strolls up to the rest of the ladies and like casually is like, hey, how's it going? What did she expect in that moment? I guess since she booked her own red eye, like she expected to be greeted with love and respect or peace and harmony, as we always say. But these girls, one by one, pick her apart and are ready to just go total like animals in the jungle attacking that one deer. I just wrote down some of the lines that all of the girls were saying, and it's just like this roundup that is out of control. And Jacenia starts it off. She is sassy. She's like, you were on Colton season. You missed out on that one. So you're trying this one. And then they all like smirk at each other and giggle. It's like last week you were pointing out all the mean girls. (laughs) (laughs) We went on a whole mean girls purge and here we are. Piper says that Heather is bachelor hopping. And then Heather's like, I'm not doing this to be on TV. (laughs) Okay. 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 But my favorite was when... Serena C shoes her away and goes, you can go interview with the producers now. Damn. Yeah, she didn't want to hear her tears right now. So what Serena C wants, she gets, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) To an extent, as we find out. They have like a close up of Kit saying, bitch, what are you doing? But I think that was completely Frankensteined in from like a different point. Because the whole interaction, she was actually one of the more quiet ones from what we saw but it just you know when they like edit things that just don't look like they belonged in that actual part that definitely looked like one yeah i feel like it just came out of left field in a sense and heather didn't react to it there was like no reaction well i mean at that point i think heather was just numb from all of the berating that just happened to her in the last five (laughs) minutes 
<laughs> like she just got attacked and attacked and attacked and it was just brutal. Whatever producer decided this was a good idea apparently has some sort of vendetta against Heather because that bitch was eaten alive. I mean, I don't know. I didn't really care for Heather on that season. So maybe the producer was me. Bot twist. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. After she gets eaten alive and she goes and cries up a storm in her corner like most girls all season, Matt comes back, talks to her, and finally he does something right and just sends her pack in like, girl, I already got some love connections. I can't just put you into the mix. Matt comes and he apologizes and says that he was caught off guard as well. And he apologizes to Piper in particular because she was there when Heather walked in and he was giggling like a big idiot. And he pulls her back away to chat with her. And this is where the girls are just real turned on because he stood his ground one time. They all want to jump his bones. (laughs) All it takes is one action, didn't you know? Like, that's the standards you should set. This brings us to the rose ceremony that was supposed to happen last week, but of course happens this week. Michelle and Piper have roses. And then he says to the ladies, I want to commend all of you on how you handle the Heather situation. What world are you living in, Matt James? I know you don't see everything. I get it. But like, just from the facial expressions alone, I think you could tell that they were pissed as hell like even after she left they were still pissed it's just like read the room dude i hope he enjoyed watching this back after he commends the girls on handling it so peacefully he gives a rose to brie rachel serena p kit jesenia and abigail that means our beloved chelsea is going home and I've said it before and I will say it again Chelsea is too cool for Matt he's like this frat boy turd and she needs like another hot high fashion model to hang out with so Chelsea go find someone who is at your level (laughs) a hundred percent I just hate that week after week they keep sending people home that we love last week was Maggie and this week is Chelsea so like We need to, like, stop this madness. But maybe it's good that they're sending people home that we love because they deserve better. And then Serena C goes home, which should have happened a long time ago. Then she also says, Matt was just not the one for me. And it was like, you didn't have any chemistry. Then we get the date card, and it is a one-on-one with Serena P., and it says, can our love go deeper? And this is where we see Abigail kind of spiraling more and more and more because she and Jasenia have yet to have a one-on-one date with him. And she's like, I don't get it. We had such a great connection. Why haven't I had a one-on-one? My girl, you know what's coming. So they are doing tantric yoga to get deep with the yoga woman in the yoga jumpsuit, which I will admit looked very comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) it's what we've been wearing all of 2020 so we could really appreciate the vibe just not the physical exercise that went along with it well first they throw a tantrum and i was just like this is what all of bachelor nation looked like this week just like (laughs) throwing tantrums all over the place because of everything that was happening And I will say that Serena, as we find out, did not enjoy the date. However, 
she was doing some like Cirque du Soleil moves. So I was impressed. She's very flexible. I just was reminded of the Blake Moynes and Tasha shaman, whatever crystal soul thing that they did. And it was just very awkward for me. Well, yeah, then they start to get into like tantric yoga positions and she's like, move your pelvis into her and Serena's eyes get like real big and she's like, oh God. And she at that moment is me in this date because I would be like, get the fuck off of me. This is terrible. This is not the fantasy suite. I don't want any of you up inside of me or feeling like that. So let's just not do this position. Then they talk a little bit after. Yeah, and you could tell she was just eyeing that champagne. She was like, please give me alcohol because I need to sedate myself from what just happened. Being from Canada, though, they are usually so nice. And she just came out and said, and she's like, I hated that date. (laughs) Serena, you know, I saw you throughout the season a little bit, but like, now I see you. Like, (laughs) I'm with you, sister. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so she just goes on about how she hated it and matt james is like wow i can't believe you hated it i really love tantric yoga i also feel like he's never been told that a girl did not enjoy something that they were doing with him and serena p was just like no i hated it (laughs) she's like i don't know what you thought you should plan for my date but this was not it So this makes him think that they're on different wavelengths and we get to the night portion of the date. And he does say that he loves how honest she is with him. And she's like, I mean, do you not want me to be honest? (laughs) I mean, let's be real, though. When people go into this experience, I feel like they're not honest with everyone so it makes sense no i know that's why i appreciated her though then he asks what like their hometown would be like she's like my sister will probably grill you and immediately i was like you better give her the rose because i love a good sister hometown grill it's like my favorite thing ever (laughs) right why do you like her we don't like you you can't just fucking like her all of a sudden. She does say she fa- she's falling for him and that she wants him to meet her family. And I'm like, ooh, you know what would be real good? Let's do a 90 Day Fiance spinoff because she's probably going to want to live in America. So we got to get that K-1 visa going for the green card. I just saw my head play out. 90 Day Fiance, get on this business if they get engaged. So she gets the rose. We're going to meet. Serena and her Canadian family next week. And then they do like a quick pan of them ice skating with fake snow. That was so dumb. Maybe he was trying to make up for the yoga shit. And so he was like, I'm going to bring you back to Canada with this fake snow. What if she sat him down and was like, I fucking hate ice skating. (laughs) (laughs) Then we get to uh, Matt riding his Peloton again. And we finally see that he is taking an Alex class. And I'm just glad that I know his instructor of choice because we've been through this Peloton journey with him since the beginning. And I would like needed to know what he was doing on there. And now we know, I mean, Alex Toussaint is a fucking amazing instructor. So I don't blame the band. Then we go on to our group date here and it's Piper, Michelle, Rachel, Brie, Kit, and then... Of course, they announce Abigail's name last because it's between Abigail and Jacenia who get the 
one-on-one. And it says, love will always find a way. Will it though, Matt James? Will it? Because it doesn't seem like it at this point. We go to Brie first. And she is like, I resigned from my job to continue to be here. And if he was going to kick her off after this statement, knowing what the job market is like out there, he would have had to offer her a job at his nonprofit because let's be real, it is hard out there. Whoever you resigned from, Brie, we need you to like write a letter and we will all sign it for you to get hired back on because that's just some bullshit. Or she'll just start getting some Instagram clients and she'll be okay. Because I fucking love her. So I hope she's the one that becomes Insta-famous. But yeah, she said her mom made a lot of sacrifices for her. So it was a really hard choice because it was, you know, an opportunity that she knows her mom fought for her to have from growing up. So it was tough. And of course, that like makes Matt James hot. He's like, ooh, I feel worth it. And then they make out. With his eyes open. We can't forget that every single time. Then we get to Piper. We don't see much of their conversation. They just make out. Then we get to our queen, Michelle. And I thought, honestly, that she was going to be like, I can't deal with this shit anymore. Because it just looked like it was going to start leaning towards that way. But she surprised me. She was like, I'm 100% committed. I want And he was like, I want to spend more time with you. It's like, okay. Yeah. Can she just get like a one-on-one on top of like her family? Like, get together because I just need more Michelle. And we just have soap opera music in the background with him, like, making out with everybody. It's like a soap opera makeout montage. (laughs) I'm just, like, waiting for someone to just, like, come in and, like, slap somebody with the soap opera moment. Then we get to poor sweet Abigail. And I will let you take this because I know you have a very special place in your heart for her. So we're just going to start from ground zero. So one, he gave her the first impression rose, but then as the season went on, we all knew what was going to happen to Abigail, which was, oh, I gave you the first impression, but now my relationships have furthered because I didn't spend time with you. Well, bitch, maybe you should spend time with her because she is a fucking national treasure. I am just really, really turned off at this point. Matt James, you need to apologize. Write an apology letter. So Abigail just goes on is like, you know, I have felt insecure. I've been spiraling but I feel like we have something good going on. And so he's like, Abigail, I can't let you feel this way. Soap opera moment. And he just fucking walks her the fuck out. And I am just, ooh. Yeah, and she's really actually sincerely sad, I think. And she says, I'm constantly the person that makes men realize what they want next, but they never want that with me. And that was like a heartbreaker. Somebody sedate me. I am so sad. Abigail will be just fine. And I'm curious to see what her trajectory is in Bachelor Nation, actually. If she were to become the next Bachelorette, I would cry every episode. I I think she's a little too meek for Bachelorette, but maybe a go at Paradise, I think, would be an interesting move for her so after we say goodbye to abigail he pulls rachel aside again not much substance here then he talks to kit and this is where (laughs) kit just lays it all down she's like i am presenting to you in powerpoint form my life trajectory my five-year plan (laughs) 
<laughs> I would like to finish school and travel, figure out my career path, getting married and having kids. I'm pushing that aside for a few years. I'm like, girl, I like it. Being honest. And she's like, I'm a long-term investment. <laughs> and I was like, just like Cynthia Rowley clothing. <laughs> Uh, you know, this is the one moment that I was like, okay, Kit, I actually see your vision. I am here for the vision board. Like, where do I buy it? I honestly appreciate this. She is 22 years old. She has so much life to live and so many things I'm sure she does want to accomplish. And I was like, honestly, thank you for being authentic about this because they often have girls within the 21 to like 25 age range who are just like, yeah, I'm a I'm a pop out kids tomorrow. It's like, no, no, you're not. You know, you don't want to do that, but you are just saying it. Don't get me wrong. You were describing long term investments like I would describe stocks to men. So like, basically, I'm Kit. Can I just bring up something very quickly? The Nemecolon looks like a beautiful place. However, whatever room they have them in right now, give me a fucking headache. There was floral wallpaper, then a different patterned floral sofa, and a lavender wall. It's like, what's going on in there? What is the interior decor here? <laughs> you know, they're going for a very nature aesthetic. They should not have filmed in there. It was like the worst thing on camera. <laughs> Sorry, that was a side note. It just made me very angry and gave me a bit of a migraine. I can appreciate your sidebars of observations. <laughs> Thank you. Matt James then gives Rachel the rose. Surprise, surprise. We knew she was going to get to hometowns. Then the tagline that should have been for the entire season is, Rachel and I are going to get out of here. <laughs> uh, yep, we already know, Matt. And then they have Aloe Black, who is an actual popular recording artist performing and what i want to know is was he just staying at the nemecolon like on vacay and the production team were like "Ooh, let's snag him up (laughs) finally someone good and he has a silky smooth voice that's pretty much it we watched the make out blah 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 then sad girl kit she's ready to go see matt james again so she's pissed she doesn't get the rose because she's falling in love with him Then I think she thinks about things and is like, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. I would not like to be a child bride. I got to go. And she eliminates herself, which I fucking commend because I feel like the young ones never eliminate themselves. They're like, I could just get more screen time. It'll be okay. But she was like, I don't need that. I have a famous mom. Goodbye. Yeah, let's not forget. I mean, her life prior to this was red carpets, fashion shows, and gold Bentleys. So she's fine. So then the date card comes. And of course, it's for Jasenia. And it says, our love can take a turn. And all I can think of is turn in the wrong direction because this is not going in the right way. I know a lot of couples have intense height differences. I get it. But whenever I see him with these like teeny tiny girls, it looks like he's just like dragging his child. I guess because they all they look very young. Also, it's just like he's like, okay, come on now. Let's get into the car. (laughs) Let me strap you in. I swear, though. It is like a thing. I have walked the Las Vegas Strip so many times where I have seen a dude and he is like seven feet tall and the wife is like 4'11". 
I know it's a thing, and just coming from someone who is five foot ten, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> she shows up, and Matt James plans two out of two bad dates because a professional drifter is going to show them how to drift. Well, I got a speeding ticket today, so this was a very appropriate date for me. (laughs) (laughs) They just rubbed salt in the wound for you. I was speeding to go get a COVID-19 test, of all things. Officer, don't you know she's trying to be healthy and safe? (laughs) Oh, boy. So yeah, they're just like fucking driving all over the place. Matt is just knocking shit over left and right. And the professional drifter who is there, I guess, to keep everybody safe. His last line is, you guys are both maniacs. And then he just turns and walks away. (laughs) He probably shit his pants like three times them driving because it didn't look like they were doing so hot. So he leaves and then Jacenia has to tell Matt James to physically pick her up and put her on the hood of the car to make out with her it was just like not natural at all she was like pick me up (laughs) it was very weird yeah it was pretty awkward and it just kept getting more awkward in the night portion honestly it just sounded like justenia was on a job interview and it was kind of telling as to where the date was going Girl, like, I know the edit was not in your favor, but it just, you just kept talking and talking and talking. And I was like, wow, is he even going to get one word in? No, he doesn't get a word in until he's like, you know, I'm not feeling this. I should walk you out. We say goodbye to Jacenia. Another one bites the dust. (laughs) All right. So we make it to a rose ceremony, which they have to squeeze into this episode because They need all the time they have for the hometown dates. Rachel and Serena P have roses. Matt James drives up in this like red sports car. And again, I was just hoping he drove up in the minivan because he kept talking about it. So he gives Brie and Michelle the roses. So our final four are Rachel, Serena P, Brie, and Michelle. That means Piper is leaving. And usually... The last person to leave before hometowns is like a very emotional goodbye. But she was just like, fuck this noise, doesn't say anything to him, (laughs) gets in the car. Piper, we were here for this exit. Thank you so much for breathing life into this episode. She was not happy. And she said she felt like her entire soul was stomped on. I'm going to use that from now on when I want to be like really dramatic. Then they show bloopers, which are usually stupid. But this one was just Michelle doing push-ups in a ball gown. And I feel like I would have much rather watched an hour of that than an hour of The Bachelor. (laughs) I am so for this. Michelle, you are just further proving that you are the best person ever. Yeah, so that's it. We are, we're hometowning it up, which I guess means all of the families are coming to Pennsylvania. So it's not a real hometown. However, it is my favorite episode of the season because I love all of the grills, all of the grill sessions. Will we get a hot brother to come into the scene? We don't know, but (laughs) we will be sipping on penicillins because 
We need a little extra kick to get us through this, especially Rachel's hometown. We will definitely be chugging at least five of these. Yeah, we're going to need some some drugs. Some drugs to get through the rest of this. <laughs> Sedate us. Abigail's gone. <laughs> Michelle is going to get heartbroken. Well, it should be interesting to see how all of this plays out. But it's time to say goodbye. So join us next week as we dive into episode eight of Matt's season. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Here for the Cocktail Party, all one word, for more content and cocktail recipes. And we will talk to y'all later. See ya.